Welcome to Faith in the North. My name is Martin. And I'm Claire. We live in the Northeast and want to wrestle with faith and life. This podcast is a follow-on of our after-church conversation, sharing our thoughts and reflections, recorded to encourage others in their walk with God. Thanks for joining us as we continue our journey of faith in the North. Welcome to episode one of Faith in the North. Hello. Well, I'm glad you could join us. Uh, We did our little introduction, a little 10-minute introduction. This is our first full podcast. And in my introduction, I shared um, that it'd be good to reflect on the weather. And it has been a sunny weekend. It has been absolutely. It's been beautiful. It's been quite a few days of of sunshine. Of sunshine. And so much so, we were on the beach yesterday. Yeah, we were on a beach. We were wrapped up. Wrapped up. But we were on the beach. And one thing we did notice probably was that our Cambridge jackets won't quite stretch to the winds of the north. Oh, we have real faith in our jackets. We, do, we, we really our believe jackets. our our jackets. Um they were a real investment <laughs> and they have done us well and they we have. believe that they would get us through all conditions and yet mm. we're starting already even at this stage of autumn to think mm they might not survive the Yorkshire winter in the same way that they survived the Cambridge winter. So either we go to have more layers or we might need to get thicker jackets. Well, I think the economical thing to do is put more layers on. So it I think we will, we will be we'll be doing that. We will be doing that. Okay. We will be, we'll doing, be doing, that. doing that. Okay. Um, well, thank you for joining us. We're going to reflect a little bit on meditation and solitude. Because that's what we've been thinking about this weekend. Um, I reflected uh, on Sunday morning uh, just about the kind of the journey of, of solitude where actually we were created to be with God and mm. all that fell by the wayside uh, through the Adam and Eve story and then Jesus restores some of that and then the spirit coming restores some of that um, but we still end up wrestling with what does it mean when I'm alone with God mm. uh, and what does kind of how do we reflect on that in a practical way and I guess in today when we were talking about it we didn't really I didn't really give any practical you know so go and do this I was mm-hmm. a bit I was a bit mindful that when I approached the topic that I didn't want it to be just that kind of three steps to having meditation in your life or mm. three steps to discovering solitude I want to tell the story and then it's our challenge really mm-hmm. as individuals to know well how those how do I impl- apply that how do I find some of that solitude uh, and meditation and I think um certainly from the sermon that you you preached i think there was a strong sense that solitude doesn't need to be going to another room and being by yourself yeah, okay. that actually solitude is something that we can still get in community and it's more of a a, a being with god and being in the presence of god yeah. as solitude rather than necessarily being physically somewhere different, which is interesting because um, oftentimes I think we've thought of solitude as um, well, it's Jesus people being talk away. about Jesus go, going away days. to be yeah, for 40 yeah. days in a desert or when it talks about Jesus withdrew mm. and went to spend time with the Father. So I think we've taken that model of solitude mm. um, and and in just in this, I think if you looked it up in the dictionary... Yeah. Um, solitude would talk about being alone. Mm, so it was sense. quite interesting having a perspective 
of so I guess I just didn't want I didn't want to preach another sermon on Jesus being in the desert for 40 days and I was all yeah. thinking okay maybe that means I need to go and be in the desert for 40 days yeah okay <laughs> or be by myself and that, that that somehow was the goal of it and it, it didn't feel like that was the goal of it mm. um and I think some of what Richard Foster um talks about in his celebration discipline book is that actually it's an internal meditation and internal solitude with God when we're by ourselves um wherever we're if we're in a busy place or by ourselves and mm. um, that we're alone um with um, god because that's an interesting thing that um i can't even remember which psychologist has said this but that we are we are either you know blessed or cursed however you see it um to be alone that yeah, okay. you know in our deepest self mm. we are we are alone in no matter how many people we surround ourselves with we in in some way are always yeah. you know an individual we are kind of on our own mm. and and so to have a relationship with god is to be alone with mm. him however many people are around us yeah and i think we may be religion is that trying to to solve that a little bit mm. but we'll put these structures in place and we'll come up with these rules and these laws in effect that means that it's more palatable to be with god because i don't necessarily have to think i'm alone mm. um i think it's a really challenging one and it is some of that depth uh and kind of that digging deeper in isn't it so mm. how am i you know really you're know, wrestling with that and thinking about that um and with my with my own personality and my own thing you know some people are introverts some people are extroverts they'll mm. love being around other people get lots of energy other people don't yeah um, so it's been interesting to reflect. And I guess some of that, I guess some of my reluctance to just delve right into what I guess I thought would be a traditional understanding of meditation uh, and solitude was um, probably struggling with some of that traditional mm. view. And I think you probably do as well, this idea that to be a, to be close to God, you've got to go off and be by yourself. Yeah, I, um, I extremely suffer mm. with or struggle with... Um, with being by myself, I I really um it doesn't do me any good at all. Um, neither does being too much around other people as well. Mm. That's you know it's something of the sweet spot between being with others and being by myself. But um you know the the kind of you know the pattern for a Christian quiet time, yeah, okay. the evangelical. Um, you know, which is really, it's it's really pushed mm. that you go and be by yourself and spend time with God. Now, as somebody, as I've mentioned um, on other podcasts, um, as somebody with mental health problems, mm. I find it really, really hard to be alone. And I especially find it really, really hard to be alone if I'm, um, if I'm thinking. So no, I can okay. spend some time alone doing a mindfulness meditation because that's l that's a lead meditation usually where I'm encouraged to think about something like my breathing or and it's very focused so I can deal with that mm. but being alone with my thoughts um I find that really quite distressing I'll end up second guessing myself I'll I'll just you know we'll start a tirade against myself of all the things that I should be thinking and instead of praying it will be much more a sense of um 
I'm really, really sorry, God, I should be doing this better. And it it will turn into quite a negative time mm. um, rather than when I'm with other people and I'm praying. So I'm either, either in church, but, you know, you know, tucking my children into bed and I'm praying for them then or we're all sharing grace around the table um, or, you know, if I'm at something like um, the Northumbria community and praying in groups that way, mm. I find that tremendously helpful. Um, but praying by myself in solitude, really, do I do not feel close close to God and at all in that way. Some of your part of your condition is those negative thoughts. Is that yeah come come in on you and it's hard for you to escape them? Yes, and I'd say that's not um, that's not my fault. You know, mm. that's not something that. I'm obviously, you know, some people would say, well, you're not doing it right. Mm. Um, And I'd say, no, I don't think that's true. I think it's I've got a condition Mm. that um, that makes solitude quite challenging. And what I could do is I could think I'm going to berate myself and just keep at it. Or I could accept, you know what? Yeah, I've got this condition Mm. that makes it tricky for me. Um, find other ways of being close to yeah. God because I do not think God wants me um, to be struggling to be mm. with him. I think he wants it to be much more natural than that. Yeah, so it must have been quite hard if all we hear from other Christians is where well, you've got to go and do your quiet time. Yeah. You know, go and be alone, you know. Yeah, be alone, which is torture. It's horrible. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, I think for a lot, a lot of people, I suspect, I don't know, um, mm. it would be interesting to gauge it that actually... Um, the discipline of being alone with God and that quiet yes, time is a yep. really strong thing. And I just, I, it's interesting, the more you think about this, just the more appreciating how varied we are. Absolutely. Uh, and how if we say one, there's just, there's not one thing fits all. No, and I there think isn't. we've been in danger, we have, 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 not one danger, we have really as Christians um, stuck ourselves against one path and said, look, this is mm-hmm. the way. Um, and I think some of our, journey over a, a number of years really is that actually we just need to appreciate who we are and our characters are you know how we think about things uh, and how God wants to speak and that's kind of I probably had you know some of that in mind when it was just not wanting to be prescriptive from the front yeah and sure. it was interesting when uh, we kind of uh, reflected on the way back it was like you know you kind of said well you didn't mention anything about meditating solitude and it's like mm. no I didn't and that was because I was like oh maybe I should have done it's like, oh, should I have gone a little bit into that and it was like and it did feel like but no we have to do that journey like you've done that journey yeah. of saying where do i how do i commune with god how do i speak to god if some of those things that i've been told don't really work and it's still um it's still a huge challenge for me people will um you know say things like you know you should go for a, a prayer walk mm. it'll be really great to go for a prayer walk again i end up just going round and round in circles, beating myself up. It's not positive time. So I need to find ways um, of new rhythms and routines Mm. that help me to meditate and spend time in solitude with God when I can't be by myself. Mm. So it's a challenge. It's a challenge and it's not one that a really simple, easy answer will come about. But I'd be interested to know um, are there other people out there mm. who want to be with God, who want to spend time with God, but actually struggle to be by themselves, to be in solitude? Um, I wonder if it's that might just be me, um, or it could be that there's others like yeah, me out I'm there. Sure. I think there's. I think we all bring something of our human condition to the 
mm. you know, to our relationship with God. And, uh, and it is that, that, that kind of wrestling uh, and working things through. Um, you said something um, earlier that I think uh, you talked about mindfulness. Um, some people, some Christians will hear that and think, ooh, I don't want to go anywhere near. That, mm. that sounds a bit dodgy, I can imagine. Uh, you just dropped in conversation. Um, but I guess you have had some experience of mindfulness and it being a really positive thing mm. for you, both from a Christian point of view, but also from a, a kind of a mental health point of view. Yeah. Um, what, what was good about it? Uh, and then kind of are those who think it is you know not what we should be doing is that mm. right or is that wrong well first of all just mindfulness is um i think it's misunderstood but it's um it's also right from the off something that is massively supported by the health service mm. and um doctors psychiatrists psychologists you name it it's it's you know really valued um and a lot of that is that is time um encouraging you it encourages you to stop thinking mm. now for anybody with a busy mind and um particularly a, a struggling in terms of mental health mm. a mind that struggles um a lot of your problems are because of your overthinking right, okay. so mindfulness would teach you to focus on something in which you put all of your attentions on focusing on that thing and that gives your brain space to switch off from the thinking and the processing and the overanalyzing everything. And it typically involves the breath. Mm. You focus on your breathing. It might involve um, counting, breathing in for four, breathing out for four, something something like that. It's usually really, really simple. Um, or scanning your body and think, you know, letting mm. go of all of the muscles one by one and um, it's very focused there's no kind of um i know some people are concerned about meditation that you have the potential to let things in well this is this is very very structured meditation um but that focus time allows your brain time to switch off and i just wonder um i know there are christian mindfulness groups around and i just wonder um how could we see God in that? How mm. can I, how can I al allow God to work when I'm doing that kind of switch off? So really, we kind of when the way you described mindfulness, um, it sounds very much like meditation because if you think about what meditation is, it's focusing on mm. some simple truth, like contemplative meditation, like focus on a simple truth, not too dissimilar to. Um, what we did it um, this morning in our prayers it's like what's the one thing how might God be speaking through that one thing um, and I do wonder are the two words interchangeable is mm. mindfulness meditation and meditation mindfulness I don't know uh, yeah I wouldn't like to say I wouldn't but, they, like feel very but they, they are definitely very similar and I wonder as well whether um, so I've talked about the intense concentration that you place on mindfulness but that I think it could just even saying something about God. So instead of the one, two, three, four, mm. counting your breath, you could equally be um, meditating on a verse of scripture yeah. and just saying those words. Um, I think one of the things that I used to do um, cycling, again, you know, I, I really struggle with anxiety and um, it was just, um, uh, Lord, 
in your mercy hear our prayer, mm. which used to be said a lot in the Anglican church. And yeah. I would just say that, uh, you know, just kind of in, in a kind of routine, yeah, Lord, okay. in your mercy, hear our prayer. Um, Lord, in your mercy, mm. hear my prayer. Um, and I would be saying that very much in a kind of mindfulness way mm. as um, and it would be focusing my mind on God. It also be just focusing my mind full stop. Mm. Well, that's uh, an interesting one. And I think, you know, I guess y- you, know, you bring a unique, p- well, your own perspective to this, to this kind of conversation about meditation and, uh, and solitude. And I guess probably the, how might we um, have solitude and meditation when in our busy lives? And I think that's the challenge, isn't it? You know, if this is a, uh, you know, kind of a, a constant practice of, being close to God, being in commune mm-hmm. with God in our daily lives, what things might we need around us? Uh, and one thing, so I was chatting to the young people before um, this morning, and one of the things that came out was this idea of t- having scriptures on the wall mm-hmm. or scriptures around the house uh, that help us, remind us. Um, and I, some people put reminders on the phone that it pings yeah. you know, and just scripture pops up. Um, I guess what are whatever, you know, depending on your um, time of life, um, what are the ways that, you know, we might find some of this solitude and meditation? Mm. And I've found that by sticking scriptures. Yeah, I found post-it notes all over the place. They're post-it notes and then they lose their stickiness and they they end up on the floor and we're tripping over scripture. But, you know, (laughs) then it's a chance to read it again (laughs) Um, because I'm absolutely hopeless at memorizing scripture. Mm. I've tried really hard. I will say it to myself over and over and over again. And when I go to say it, I always end up saying it wrong. Mm. But I think I probably remember the gist of it and that's, that's the main thing. You know, I think, you know, remembering that actually it's um, it's inspired inspired words. So I hope that in me remind remembering some mm. of it, I will remember the inspired well, message. It's, it's really interesting. I was also talking to someone about the whole memorizing scripture verses, and mm-hmm. uh, that's something. And for some people, that's really helpful because the you know if you've got the sort of mind that likes that challenge, yeah, yeah I'm going to learn you know yeah. a whole chapter. Um, that can be a really positive thing, but. Just like most things, it can go either way. You can learn the words but not take it in mm. your heart. You can see the words on the wall and take it in. You can see the words on, on the wall and not take it in. It's like the kind of the mechanism isn't important. It's the how we receive it into our heart, which is it's how we receive it. And I find that it's by sharing sharing something of scripture or sharing something of Christ with another person that's right, where okay. i really kind of mm, okay. you know i feel god working is when i'm with somebody else yeah okay and finding that that connection uh, mm. and that chance to kind of commune with god um in it and i guess so my reflection had you know similar i'm you were not i think we're quite similar in some ways mm. relationally you know i get a lot from being around other people and sharing with other people and uh, kind of reflecting with other people i'm not great by myself mm. i like the idea of being by myself like i love the idea of a quiet house and mm. um, when you guys are all out or something's going on but after a while i just get bored and it's like oh, i'd wish you guys were back yeah because um, it's really <laughs> boring um so i like the idea but when i find myself there and walking's been an interesting one like mm. you know we've you know, had a few more experiences you know walking a bit more there um, are definitely more places to walk there are more places in Yorkshire than there was in Cambridge. I think well, we'd, we'd exhausted them. I think we'd used all of the probably. walks up. 
Yes, probably. Um, and there's something about walking. And I used to f- find I haven't run so much in the last few weeks, but running was one of those things. It was like yeah, it okay. felt quite a, you know, in some ways it, it, it was a bit of a challenge sometimes. But actually, they would be real opportunities where I'd pray, I would reflect, I would... Uh, think about things and order my mind a little bit i remember Mm. you know if i had just loads of stuff going on i would go out and i'd come back with a sense of order uh, and sense of reflection on things and being able to process yeah okay um uh, and you know where god was speaking in those things uh, i think would come through yeah whereas i yeah i just the idea of running seems like such a horrendous experience (laughs) that i cannot even begin to think god could bless me through it (laughs) and maybe yeah it's interesting because i think you know the outdoors is is a place where we can find that meditation yeah um i was thinking i i don't know if it's i don't know if it's true but i think there are the things that we meditate or help us meditate um that we can get absorbed in so i was thinking about a movie Mm. um how you can watch a movie and certainly if you go to a cinema you become absorbed into this story Mm -hmm. and this narrative and these characters and this thing and in in a sort of meditative way yeah i'm someone probably disagrees with me but it feels like you're kind of totally immersed in this Mm. story uh, and you know, sitting in the cinema or watching a film or a TV show is a form of that to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if something of that absorption into the narrative, into God's love for us, how we might recreate some of that. Because it feels maybe church does that for some people, yeah. uh, for for Christians, where it does allow you to step in. It's funny our church meets in a cinema, and um, so maybe that's yeah. where I got the thing <laughs> from. But or an old cinema, not a not a new cinema. Um, but maybe that's something of that church service is that you come into something and you can get absorbed. As a pastor, I um, spend most of my time in the church service just worried that I, it's going to go over time or that something's going to go wrong or someone's not going to say the right thing. So I... Yeah, you need I to approach, let go of that. I approach Sunday mornings a little bit differently, but I just... There's some immersiveness in, in our service. Yeah, immersiveness. That's really interesting because I think that where is where mindfulness takes you is it's to immerse you in something mm, okay. so that you can switch off all of the negative parts yeah, of your okay. brain all of the busyness and this you know the, just all that stuff mm. that you don't need to hold on to 24 7 and and that usually we only kind of we only stop focusing on when we're asleep mm. or perhaps even working hard if not just if um you're watching a movie, that's one mm. way. But actually, if you're involved in a task, you know, yeah. just found that with admin. Sometimes there's <laughs> a, you know, there's a, you're beering your way through a spreadsheet and actually it's really absorbing. Mm. And in that time, all of the worrying parts of your brain switch off and you're just task-led. Mm. And I wonder how much God speaks into us when we just quiet how do we quiet the busyness now for some people that will just be going out for a walk and seeing a beautiful Mm. um you know beautiful hills or a lake or but for other people that might be quite different Mm. and yeah maybe maybe it is true you could watch a movie and just feel Mm. you know really close to god Mm. i think it'd be interesting to hear back people's different ways of Mm. of you know how do they how do they switch off all of the busyness and I, I see that on you know with stuff that we do it's like you know people come 
you know, to our Sunday morning service from lots of different perspectives. Mm. You know, all sorts of stuff has happened behind closed doors before you get to church. Sure. Um, and how how are we helping people, you know, into that meditative state? Because, you know, we mm. say meditation, but we really mean just listening to God, don't we? How yeah. do we listen to God? How do we find God, you know, in our lives? And, you know, the church service, traditional church service, is designed to help us find mm. God. That's why we do what we do otherwise you know what are we doing we're trying to you know draw people into hearing from god and then it's our action of taking that that knowledge or that what god's spoken obeying and putting it into practice mm. it is meditation and you know it's a form of meditation it's not exclusively the only form of meditation and i think for yeah. not careful we think well it's got to be that but it is meditation but it's also the sunday service um provides a way of encouraging people to get to a place of meditation throughout the week as well yes. it's yeah. not just let's meditate together on a sunday yeah. but it's how can we carry that practice of the presence of god through the week and i'd say that's even more important mm. than um i know brother lawrence um in practice of the presence of god he um, explained how he was encouraged to feel God's presence when he was doing the washing up. Mm. And I wondered, you know, just how how important it is that we find those practices in our everyday. And mm. like I say, for me, um, one of those practices is tucking the children in at night and <laughs> I pray for them. And that's a moment when I, you know... You do do better bedtimes than me. Yeah, I, I do do better. You, you do really, really bad bedtimes. Yeah. Anyway, go on. It's like, it's like honestly, like... It's like two seconds. That's it. He's out of that room. Um, I don't know how you can pray in that time. But anyway, not to no, you know, not to um, have a go at you too much there. But no. I work harder at longer bedtime. <laughs> Excellent. I just get tired. <laughs> I'm tired and had enough. Anyway, sorry. But for me, there are quite spiritual yeah. times. Well, maybe I need to address them in a more spiritual way. There's a challenge there. Um, We're all different. But tasks are interesting and tasks are a way of processing and reflecting and you know, you're right we you know we we're called to be christians throughout the week uh, and we don't just fill up on on a sunday to see us through you know fill our tank up so that it runs mm. dry during the week it's a constant you know communion with god and uh, there's a real um, opportunity i think to wrestle with what that means because that's the that's where the rubber hits the road isn't it what does this mean to me yeah. come monday morning you know throughout my week how am i relating to god uh, and not just um allowing some of the buzz of the weekend to carry me through mm. um, um we need to find ways of doing that and the traditional evangelical 10 minute quiet time was one way yeah um, that we could say well just do this bit and you'll be all right but if it's not done from your heart to God's heart, then it's just a tick box. It's uh, it's just another you know, following the law, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think maybe we've come to the end of our chat. I don't think there's anything else um, more that we want to share. Um, thank you for journeying with us. Um, I really would encourage. I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time this week just to think through actually what are the rhythms of my day mm. uh, that God can speak in, and I'd encourage anyone who's listening to find some rhythms, find some uh, opportunities to allow God to speak in, uh, whether that's doing the washing up or um, heaven forbid doing a run. And also just to say that yes, if you want to find some solitude this week, yeah. don't feel guilty if you need to find that solitude with somebody else. You yeah. might need um, a friend to journey 
mm. on the road with you. Mm. Um, and I think already I know as I finish um, this podcast, I'm thinking who are people who I can oh, well, spend time with mm, okay. who will help me get to a place of solitude with God. Mm. Amen to that. Well, thank you for joining us. And we look forward to sharing again soon. Thank you. Bye.